What's up, fam? You have joined Conversations with Randy B, where we have real conversations about all things Black. Let's get it started. Let's get it started, because, I mean, what the hell? The thing is, when, when, I, when I text you on Wednesday, I knew one of the main topics we were going we to talk about. I mean, pretty much the, the only topic at the time to talk about was... All it takes is a day to change in this world. Was the um, debate. That was the, that was the thing that at first I came I came to talk about. Okay, well what, let's talk about the debate because that's not the main thing I want to discuss, but it was the main thing. I agree. What, that, what, that was what, the main thing on Wednesday, and then everything flipped yesterday. Yes. So this well, morning, what shall we say morning. about that service? Question number one is: I really don't know why they don't just mute whoever's not supposed to be talking at the moment. Because that because I think expect someone on a level of running for president or um, to be able to control themselves because even like two year I mean, second grade debaters when they're debating dogs versus cats somebody actually did a video of that the second graders were able to wait their turns and did not act as ignorantly as y'all's president acted true but they also had a preview in 2016, because he was kind of doing the same exact thing to Hillary. Right. So you knew that this is how he gets down. You know he's ignorant. Like you, you, you know that he's not gonna. Because, because the thing is, his his whole approach to things is, if I talk over you, then everybody who's on my side will think this is just some grand success. Because I see, like you know, he hasn't turned away any of his. Oh, hey, uh, Another one. That's the other one. Yeah. Uh, like he hasn't turned away any of his base. Like they love, like they love this shit. Like they think well, they like, love the oh, ignorance. Biden got killed in that debate. And I'm just like, first off, you and I have expressed our iffiness about Biden, if you will. We we we've already talked about this, but it's like, so I'm not. So I'm the last person that's gonna come here and basically throw on the cape for Joe Biden. I'm not gonna do that. Right, but on the same, but on the same, so and there goes the second one. <laughs> I'm just tickled by the cats. Sorry. On the same, but on the same token, it's like getting into a yelling match is not what you should want from the leader of the fucking free world. That's not that's not what you should want. Especially because, and here's the thing, and here's how I know just how biased everyone is too. Chris Wallace is is well known for basically being middle of the road he, he's even keel like you know like we know that he's like i'm pretty sure like you know he's a republican and what have you but he's even killed guess it is kind of the same thing with like john Kasich. like we know Kasich is a, is a is a republican but he's of sound mind <laughs> and sound judgment where we don't have to necessarily agree on issues etc cetera, etc cetera. but you know that they're at least going to act like they have some decorum right and it's like, you even see Trump fans attacking Chris Wallace. And I'm just like, Chris Wallace is literally trying to maintain order in this fucking building. Because your president doesn't know how to have a conversation. He does not know how to have a conversation. It's just that if I just yell and scream and talk over you and call your son a cokehead and just a bunch of other stuff, it's just like, like those type of insults is what we did in high school. Oh, you're, you're, your son is a cokehead. Like, that's what? Yeah, it was. Well, let me say this. Say this. Folks can't ever call black people ghetto again. 
that's one thing that we could say. They always try to act like we didn't we didn't know how to act. Trump is, is <laughs> they can never call, you know how they always say somebody was acting ghetto? Like ghetto people were embarrassed for him. Like, I don't even know what that fucking trifling behavior was, you know, but they're always saying we don't know how to act, right? You know, Obama, they would have arrested his ass on the stage had he showed out like that fool showed out. It, it, it was it was embarrassing. And then it just shows he has no class because you don't talk about somebody's kids, right? You do not talk about somebody's kids. But he doesn't have anything. He can't, he can't talk about policies. He cannot talk about his results without lying. So he just has to take things left. You know, it was, it was absolutely, you know what? And even they can't talk about uh, someone being ghetto or poorly or talking about people being professional. Like there was just no level of professionalism or decorum there. It, I was embarrassed for my whole country. Like what? I was you know, embarrassed for the whole country. An example of that is, is like, for example, my wife brings this up all the time. If you, you can go back to the 90s and talk about President Clinton and Newt Gingrich, those two men hated each other. Like they, like it, 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 it was so clear that they disliked each other very strongly. But they were still somehow to, they were still somehow able to get things accomplished. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they, they understand that it's like, this is a job that we're in. I don't have to like you as a person, but we're here to actually do a job, not to just be here and just yell and scream and rant. And then, and, and I saw, and I saw somebody, for example, who after the debate, I don't, I don't know why I read comments. I don't know why I watch Fox News. I think I kind of low-key hate <laughs> myself. I don't know why I do these things. I do it anyway. I do it anyway. And then I saw somebody literally say in the comments, they're just mad because Trump has accomplished every single thing he said on the campaign. I was just like, let's run through it. Let's run through it. <laughs> he promised to lock Hillary up. She's very free, right? He promised to build a wall. There is, I think about what they said, like three miles of wall, maybe, maybe more, 30, I don't know. It's like <laughs> something along those lines, but it's, it's, not a, it's not a wall that is, is up between. So we're not, when we're talking about the wall, we're not even getting to the part that he said Mexico was gonna pay for it because they didn't do that shit either. Right? Oh, hell no. So he takes credit for an economy that he inherited, which people don't want to talk about that either. Like that, the economy. Well, you know, ain't nobody trying to get a black man credit now, come on. So it's like when you when you say he went he went on a, 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 a campaign tour talking about how he was going to bring back factory jobs. No. So when you say he's accomplished everything he set out to do, what accomplishments are we talking about exactly? Because even when he tried to ban all the Muslims, that didn't hold up either. No. All right. <laughs> like, so what are we talking about? I think what they're talking about is I think if they're honest, all they voted for is making America great again. And for them, that means uh, putting black folks, brown folks, uh, gay folks, uh, and the like in their place. And from what they can see, that's somewhat happening because he at least has been bold enough to challenge us, you know, which is why we are uh, protesting and marching. You know, he's about to put a Supreme Court justice on the bench. So, you know, pretty soon women won't have any rights about their bodies. So you know, basically misogyny, racism, and things like that, he has at least 
taken on and proudly been a racist. And that's what some of them have wanted. It, it, all this other shit, they didn't care about. That is what it's all been about is white supremacy. And I will say that we do have to give the man credit and that he has elevated and promoted white supremacy. He has done that, and that and so that's the, that's that's really when they said "Make America Great Again," that's what the, that's what they were talking about, and you got to give a man credit for that. I mean, you got to come on now. He's a white supremacist. He has he has can, pushed the thing. We can loop our way back to the Proud Boys. Oh. we can loop our way back to that. I want to talk first before we talk about that part of it. Gail King interviewed Donald Trump Jr. after the debate. And specifically asked him about his father's response to the Proud Boys. And then he said, he's like, no, my father's definitely willing to, you know, um, denounce white supremacy or what have you. But when you got people talking about things like the Charlottesville hoax, and then I, I stopped it right there. I was like, the Charlottesville hoax. You, oh, so you mean the one where a woman actually died, died being hit by a car? That's the hoax we're talking about. Cool. Cool. Like, not only is a woman dead, that guy's in prison for killing her. And they investigated it in the beginning as a hate crime because, right. because like, you know. They, if they don't uh, want us to believe it, they just say it's not true. It didn't happen. I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just the way my brain works. I think of, I think of a lot of things in terms of either like music or or comedy. Mm -hmm. or, or and there was a a, a a scene from Aziz Ansari did a stand up years ago where he was talking about R. Kelly, and he was talking about R. Kelly talking to Torre when Torre asked him point blank, "Do you like teenage girls?" And R. Kelly said, "When you say teenage, how old are we talking?" And then Aziz was like, that's literally the worst answer. The only other worst answer would have been like, yeah. And I thought of that exact phrase when the Proud Boys thing came up because stand back and stand by is literally the worst thing you could say other than, yeah, Proud Boys, go outside and shoot some people. That's literally the only other right. step that would have made that worse. I, I, there, there is no clearer of a question in the world. There's literally no clearer of a question in the world. See. And here's the thing, because I, I see people, because people have excuses for everything. I, I see people trying to excuse the Proud Boys, right? Really? I, Randy, oh, God. Come on. I, I, want you, I, want you to, I want you guys to literally understand. This comes from, because I, 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 I've looked into all this guy. I, I forget his last name. First name is Gavin. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw his videos. I, I, his first name is Gavin. He started the Proud Boys. He's one of the founders of Vice. Take that for what you will, people who watch Vice. Anyway, Gavin, by his own words, started the Proud Boys to maintain white heritage and to make other people adhere to white heritage. That is a quote that came out of Gavin's mouth. Yes. So don't look at any of us and tell us that the Proud Boys aren't exactly what they say they are. They are literal. Their literal goal in life is to maintain white identity and make other people adhere to white identity. That is a verb. Like the only reason why he's no longer a member of the Proud Boys is because, according to him, they went too far. 
bullshit is because you know you're you're selling my reputation so i gotta go distance myself but he hasn't denied or 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 shut down any of the theories that they walk around with so there's literally no clear but then again then again then again then again i don't know why any of us are actually surprised this man trump claimed years ago that he didn't know who david duke was right claimed he didn't know who david duke was I gotta look in. I gotta look into it. You gotta look into the KKK. Listen, the, the the thing that annoys me, and you know, is that people are trying to deny that he is a, is racist. He is most certainly. What more do you need? There's nothing more they need. And what what kills me are all the people who have been punished for saying he's a racist. You know, they fired Jamel Hill for mm-hmm. her saying that he was racist. Mm-hmm. Whatever four years ago. And so, so many people have suffered for saying what's the truth. I mean, he is a racist. He's clearly a white supremacist. And let me say something. And I was like, and we need to be able to call a thing a thing because how do we ever fix anything if we don't say, put, put, a, put a name on it? Like, we, we can't call him a racist because he's the president? No, we really that, should call that, it out that, because he's the president. What you just said right there is, 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 a, is, a, is exactly something that Trevor Noah said a long time ago where they asked him, what do you think is the difference between, you know, apartheid in South, Af- South Africa and the racial issues here? And he said, the difference is South Africa admitted what apartheid was. And making that admission is what allows them to move forward. Same thing with Germany. Germany completely disavows any of the ideals by the Nazi party and, and Hitler. Yep. And they're able to move forward because of it. We literally live in a, in, in a, in a land where you can't say the obvious because saying the obvious is somehow somehow anti-American when it's like, no, this is literally what America was built on. Oh, like, no, it, they it, always call uh, people like us who call it out divisive. And I'm like, no, we're telling the truth. And, and, and what's sad about it is that it is a bold move for someone to speak the truth, even the obvious truth, and that people can get fired for doing it. And so it's just amazing to me that while there's a racist, people will elect a racist to be to run our country. And still the majority of white people, you know, intend on voting for him. You know, with they haven't white people haven't, you know, uh, the majority of white people haven't voted for Democrats since Lyndon Johnson. Right. Um, So they wouldn't win without black and brown people. Um, You know, they still vote for him and they have to understand and accept and adopt that they're voting for a white supremacist. And that's because most of them want to stay in power. It doesn't mean that they don't want us to have something, but ultimately they do want white supremacy. Or they certainly don't give a shit. I, I, but it's the, it's, the, it's the math part of me, the engineer part of me, because I, I, I think about things in very logical. That's good, because I don't. <laughs> and, and, for the, and, and for the people who support Trump, like I, I'm not even, I'm not even coming from this from like a, point a finger perspective or angry perspective like I really want a genuine answer how has your life improved in the last four years but they think it will because the fact that they think once there's because white supremacy I mean imagine imagine the power so white supremacy is is founded on the idea that even the lowest fifth grade educated uh addicted to drugs the five out of wedlock children white person is superior to someone like President Obama. Like it is founded on that. And so right. people and, and do that for their self-esteem. 
But here's the thing. That has been the norm in this country the entire time and your life still isn't better. Right. So, and on top of that, you voted for this guy. We're coming to the end of his first term and still nothing's really improved from you. In, in, in fact, you pay, more you pay more in taxes now than you did before. But, but, but he provides them with hope with the idea that one day they can be in charge and these but you have the opportunity to be in charge now and a lot of you just aren't good enough to do it well that would mean looking at themselves they don't want you what you want them to have personal responsibility I, you, are you now come on now so no, no. so you so you they, they're not successful because an immigrant took their job they're not successful because a black man took their job they they aren't successful because of the crime of the black man they're not successful for everything but them you know, so you want them to reflect and take ownership and own their fuck ups? No, that ain't happening. Uh uh. Apparently, I mean, apparently not because it's like, so so you're so you're thinking that in this next four years, you're going to magically turn things around that didn't happen in the previous four years, which then in turn didn't happen for whatever the last two two three generations of your life. You just think these, if he just gets in for the second term, magically everything's going to be better yeah because look how look how angry he has started look how look how angry he's gotten people he's really he speaks his mind and he's addressing our issues and now finally these these white poor white people have a voice they can go and stand on capitol buildings with ak-47s and it's fine and you know there's their civil liberties are no longer being held back the anti-maskers could go into grocery stores and stuff like that. I mean, they felt if they felt empowered. This fool has made these people feel so empowered, and they're happy. They're ha they're happy even though they go home to the same fucking trailer they were going to home to before. <laughs> they have the same lives, but they at least feel empowered because they can scream and yell, and they're you know they're num they think they're number one. And any day now, it's changing. He deal, he he preys off, off of the hopeless who feel as if they have been done wrong and that America is theirs, not ours. But let's get all these anti-maskers and how that's worked out for them. <laughs> I was just about to say, y'all's Lord and Savior is out here sick now too. <laughs> look, 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 look. Okay. It doesn't matter. Look, it's like, like, like it doesn't me, I don't, you know, I, I'm never the one to wish ill on anybody. What is no. like, But gee, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> come, come on. on, man. Like, so you spent so much time pretending like this thing wasn't really real, which we know that that was a front because behind closed doors, you were very aware of this thing. Oh, yeah. That you were just doing it as a position for other people so then they can put their faith in you as opposed to the people who, you know, went to school for this. Cause like, you know, apparently Fauci is the enemy. The CDC right. is the enemy. Right. You know, <laughs> WHO is the enemy. Despite the fact that they've been telling you since December that this was happening, that y'all's favorite president now all of a sudden gets it. I had a conversation though with some of my boys and, and they, they and I can concur with this. I think they're going to try and spin this as a, hey, we survived. It's not that bad. Everybody, we're going to be fine. We're going to be cool. And it's going to be like, you guys are going to keep on getting yourselves fucked up listening to this guy. Well, listen, 
I think that's how he, he hopes that he can spin it. But he has not sent a tweet, I think at this moment, 11 hours or something like that. He hasn't tweeted. So he ain't do it because you know that fool would tweet if he could. So he ain't feeling 100%. They're saying it's mild symptoms. At the end of the freaking day, look, I'm 49 years old. I'm about to be 50. We don't bounce back from shit the same way. That man is 74 years old. He has heart issues and he's obese, according to the standard of obesity. He's being knocked on his ass a little bit, okay? I don't know about Melania because she's plastic anyway. She, I mean, I don't even know if she's human. But this man is it's not gonna it's not gonna just be a sniffle and that's it. Cause if it were, he'd be tweeting right now. He'd be tweeting like, hey, thanks for the well wishes. I'm doing great. This is no big deal. I'm you know, this is people try to make it bigly. It's not bigly. I'm fantastic. But just, but just ask yourself, what is this all for? Like, what is like I, I don't I, I I for the life of me, I don't understand the partisanship in this country. Like I, I for the life of me, like I don't get it. Like I don't understand. What is the allegiance that makes people just essentially put their own well-being at risk? And I'm not even just talking about the virus. I'm just talking about just in general. Like you're putting yourselves at risk. Like the people, because before this, it was the people who were campaigning against Obamacare, but then weren't even smart enough to know that it was the same thing as the Affordable Care Act that you guys are actually using to help you. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like the ACA was flawless. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't. But it's like, you don't know half the time what you're rebelling against just because you know the other side did it. Right. Or well, that's the other what side is saying this. So I have to be against. Elsie, you think, you think, right? You have higher order thinking. You can look at a complex issue and look at it multiple ways. You're dealing with people, and this is gonna sound probably halfway arrogant, but I mean it. You're a coastal elite, Randy. You're a coastal elite, Randy. I am a coastal elite, that's true. That is true, actually, I'm gonna own that. You're dealing with some people who, they don't think deeply. They they all they think, and if you realize, if you look at it, Donald Trump always talks in those ways, bad guys, good guys, us versus them, you know, Democrats versus Republicans. It's always that because he knows a lot of people, that's the only way they can think. Right. And so it doesn't even matter what you're for. It's really more about who you're against. That's what I care about there. It, it's like it's for them. It is like the Cowboys versus the uh, Deadskins, the Redskins, when they were called that. It's, it's like a team thing. And so they're just rooting for the team and they don't care how it happens. It's not about logically looking at something and saying and looking at the complex issue and how it affects you. They, they don't think on that higher order of thinking. You know, you can. They're not doing that. You can say, I'm for this candidate, although I'm able to see these flaws. This is something I'd like to change. I have some questions about this. You could do that because you think that way. They, they just say he's bad, he's good. They're looking at it like a, a, a movie. Like you look at it like the Avengers or something, the bad guys and the good guys. That's as deeply as they could think. And uh, Trump is their great white hope and now he's rooting for, no matter what, I'm gonna tell you, they could come out, I, I keep saying it, they could come out with pictures of him with a small girls naked and they would still be on his side and that's why i don't even pay attention to the stuff they dig up because they don't care did you hear the tapes of melania's is this where uh it was something along the lines of like she was upset about it was something like related to christmas or something like that i, I didn't i didn't i didn't read the entire story it gave no shits about christmas gives no shits about the immigrant kids coming over to the country and living in cages 
Like she basically She's an immigrant. She get oh but she's a white immigrant. See, it's different. See, you see, you don't understanding. <sighs> you not understanding. No, we're talking about the brown immigrants. When they that's what we, you know, it's it's just understood. I just but I'm like, they don't care what that woman says. There's nothing no, like, they can know, pick up that those imbeciles would turn against that man. You know, my, my thing is my thing is this. People people like to say that Trump might be the most divisive in terms of, you know, the presence. I don't even think that's where the real issue is. The thing that Trump has been able to do is that he has eradicated the concept of truth for people yeah. where you literally cannot say true things because they will then in turn introduce some doubt in your in, in these people's minds that'll make them not believe something that's clearly affirmative. like i remember it was another one of those late night shows where somebody said to this hispanic woman Trump said, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. And she said, no, he didn't. And then the lady was like, no, there's a, there's, there's a video of this. He said this at a campaign rally. No, he didn't. If you have a video, it's not real. It's fake, fake news. You're fake news. I'm just like, so even things that we like, that we, we, we have clear evidence of, they refuse to believe things because he has eradicated the notion of truth. Right, it's a cult. It, it, you, you're in a cult when you, when you stop thinking and being on to look at things, when you just follow someone to follow them no matter what they say. I mean, it's been, it was interesting to me, I'm looking at the tweets, cause you know, I gotta look at, the, you know, look at these people and they're dogging people for not feeling horribly that this man is sick. And I'm like, have you not been seeing the things he's been saying at the rallies? I mean, he literally just dogged Biden for wearing a mask, right? He they, has been horrible. And I was like, about, all of a sudden, now you want to be Christian? Like, now you want to be caring? What, what the fuck? They, they talk, they, they literally made jokes about Biden hiding in a bunker and not actually getting amongst the people. That was literally the knock against Biden during this campaign trail. Yep. And he talked about how big his mask was and why does he always have, have on a mask? I mean, and yet Biden did check. Herman Cain died. And then the people that run his Twitter account are still saying that the virus isn't that bad. <laughs> isn't that sad? He's, like, he's literally dead. Like, listen. He's dead. If, 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 if I get shot, 80 times and then you try to tell me that gun violence isn't that bad my spirit's gonna be pissed i'm ha i'm haunting somebody <laughs> like i need you to fix the words on this fucking social media account this is bullshit <laughs> like and, and and they didn't even recognize his death i mean they could they gave two shits about they his flew, death they flew right on by that right on by right on by Sweden. So what do you think is going to end up happening with this whole coronavirus thing? I mean, with, with Trump, because my thing is, I think he's sicker than he needs, than he is, they're claiming. Uh, I, I, I do think he'll live. He's going to get the best care. But I do think that he's going to be very sick. I don't think this is going to be tomorrow him. I mean, someone else might tweet for him, but I don't, I think that he's going to be sick. I know the doctors have been on, on 
that have been treating it, they said they've never seen it where a 74 year old or older people is just like, whatever. You know, it affects elderly people. That's why we've had issues in our, you know, well, not according, not according to Fox News, because, you know, once again, I hate myself. So <laughs> you clearly uh, just like to punish yourself. There, there was a doctor who, you know, they up, they up, they up the age a little bit. They said, it's like, well, you know, coronavirus really only hits people the worst when they're 80 and above. If you're 70 to 79, there's only like an 8% higher chance of you being sicker than this. And I'm just like, all right, so we just playing with the metrics. So to answer your question, though, even if you're right and he is sicker than what he what they're leading on to be, I do believe he'll be fine. And I do believe that they'll then turn around and use this as, A, he'll make himself a, a, a martyr kind of for the virus, but then turn around and say something along the lines of, see, you know, we can all make it together as a country. And then, you know, we're doing things very bigly to make sure that everybody is, is, is good. And everybody is fine. Everybody's safe. We're so safe. I'm so healthy now. Melania is so healthy now. Um, he's going to do, you know, a whole lot of that. And then. I think more people are going to get it because Already, uh, what's the boy Reed or somebody? Somebody else, the, um, is it Utah? I don't know. One of his guys, I mean, I think it's going to be several more people who are going to get it. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. I heard Giuliani has it. I don't know if that's true. So I, I, I'm not going to oh, I heard that. There. I'm not going to go out there. Somebody <laughs> somebody asked me if they feel like Giuliani isn't young either. He's like, if he did have it, do you think? And he was like, I was just like, man, Giuliani too evil to die. He oh, yeah, he's way too evil. That's why I said, that's why I said, I don't like that. He just rots his teeth instead. He's too evil to die. Like, he's not, like, that's not this. And and I don't want people to think that I'm out here making light of any of it. Because, like, no, the virus is always serious. You no, guys want to. to us. But see, and, and the thing is, I literally, just had this, I literally just had this conversation with my father this morning where. I said, once again, you see, you see, she keeps walking back and forth, walking back and forth. But I, like the conversation I had with my dad this morning was that, um, um, I, she catches made me lose my train of thought. What was talking about? You, we're not making light of the fact, you know, the light yeah. of, of the right, so, No, what I just had a conversation with my father this morning where I said, people are basically, whether they realize it or not, they're mad at science for working. And the reason why I say that is because you look at it and say, oh, only 200,000 people died. That's not that bad when you look at it in terms of how many people live in America. I was just like, so the only way to get people to understand this is if you had 1918 Spanish flu numbers. And I'm just like, you do realize science has come a lot a long way to avoid that. Right. Well, like and 7 million have gotten it. Seven, Like 7.3 million people have been infected with it. And so what annoys me, as I was talking about this this morning, we're just talking about the people who have died. But there are a lot of people who are jacked up. Right. Like and their lives will never go back to the way they were. And the, difference is, and, shit. and the difference is millions of people also got the Spanish flu as well. It's just that a much, 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 much higher percentage of them died because science didn't catch up yet to keep them alive. Right. So you're, whether you guys realize it or not, you're mad at science for working. Would you prefer that millions of people died? Is that what you want in order to take things more seriously? No, 
You want people to be safe. You motherfuckers is out here having Bar Lives Matter rallies and talking about how masks are oppressing you. Oppress, yes. When your Lord and Savior is in the White House sick right now off the thing that's not real. That's, yep. It's not real, but he's sick. Oh, not so, that bad. And, so, and, it, so, and this kills me. We don't say you have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask. You just have to wear a mask when you're fucking around me. So the thing is, is like, if you want to be at home or you want to be in your places and all you anti-maskers want to get together and breathe on each other, I give no shits. But you can't invade my rights, right? Now we have a problem when, when I can get sick because of some dumb shit you're doing. But Randy, America is free. This is freedom. I thought we were free. I have a right to be outside infecting everybody. If everybody, I if I want to. <laughs> so before we go, we do have to speak about Breonna Taylor. And I know we've been talking so much about her, but the, the tapes were released today. The grand jury tapes were released a couple of hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, nothing, I haven't heard anything that's happened, but we do know that Darren uh, Cameron Daniel, didn't even yeah. present, yeah, Daniel Cameron didn't even present the option of- right homicide wasn't even on the table right uh, <laughs> i'm not i'm not surprised at all the reason why i'm not surprised at all is the minute i heard that some of the jurors wanted to talk i was like oh yeah they 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 they're tired they're fed up because they know that the grand jury has been taking the heat for this when they know there's like listen we're going off what we've been present like if people don't know how grand juries work a prosecutor presents a case to them, present like potential outcomes, potential crimes committed, and then based on the evidence there, they see if there's enough to bring forth a trial. So if the murder is not on the table, they can't just say, "Hey, let's charge the motherfucker with murder." That's not that's not how that works. So clearly, they got tired of being the scapegoat for the fact that this man didn't even. It was never, it, it was never, so when he gets there and talks about, I'm a black man, this, and I'm teary-eyed and mentions her name at the fucking RNC, he's like, dog, you had no intention None. of doing right by her at all. Like, you never had an intention to do right by her. I, and what's going to be so interesting, because he's going to be the fall guy for this, I mean, because he was the puppet. He's not the puppeteer, we all know that, but he was the puppet and he's going to fall. I hope, please let him fall. And he it's gonna be so interesting how he's gonna see how his nobody's gonna have his fucking back. How all those people that he's, you know, shucked and jive for and kissed their asses are gonna let him go down. Cause this, he, I think, I really do believe he's going down. But you know, anytime someone, cause you know how, what the nerve you have to say to get to the point to say, I will, I'm actually want to press some charges. I, I need for some things to be released to the, the top head. Like that means you got some shit. And, 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 and I, he knows there's some shit because you know, he asked for a two week delay and the tapes being released. I'm like, why you need a delay? Like, why do you need a delay? If, if it's, it, you know, it, if, if your woman says, you know, let me see your phone. Why I gotta be like, give me two hours with it. Why I need two hours if I'm good about what's on my shit. It's like, here, here you go. What you need to do in those two weeks? What's happening? Why can't you just hand it over if there's nothing that you did that was wrong? Please let him go down. But like I said before, like I, you know, once again, being married to a lawyer, I knew once she explained it to me, I was like, I, 
I knew where this was headed as much as it sucks. I knew where this was headed, but it's, it's just very disheartening to know that there wasn't even an attempt, even if it gets shot down and the grand jury is like, no, we're not going to go that route. You didn't present it to them because you never intended to do right by her. Never intended to do right. You never intended to do right. You never intended. No, it is. I mean, the level of conspiracy and cover up is just disgusting. And the thing is, is that this is just representative of the way blacks are treated, you know, by the justice system and police are treated by the justice system. And it's such, you know, it shows it shows so much. I hope people understand that this is just a freaking example. And And this this is why we march and this is why we kneel and this is why me and you get on here and talk and this is why we write and this is why we angry. But don't don't protest unless you're protesting in another country because only then will Americans understand why you're protesting if it's happening somewhere else. They don't we'll see they don't, under, they don't understand it if it's happening here. They understand it. If well, it's they understand if it's happening here as long as it's like white women, like the women's march, like the Me Too movement with the pink hats. They, that that was wonderful, and it was a wonderful show of democracy. It's when black people are involved. It's about black lives, and it becomes you know violent and they will you know point out any looters that came up that usually haven't even been the black people but okay yeah i was just about to say any looters that aren't black people aren't from the places where the protests are happening or are the ones that are actually having violence done to them but you know we're the problem but, cool. oh and let me just say this about what are they the good boys who are the, the proud boys yeah you know one thing that's interesting to me you know they said they're ready and they're coming i don't know if you've been watching these videos of them because I, I, I have, I have. Because like, your ass goes to the hood. Go where we are now. Since you got so much fucking nerve and mouth. Don't go to don't go to Portland, Oregon, where where they're like no black people. Since you so, you know, big and bad, make sure you carry your asses over to where we are. Hey, come on, come on keep, out there. Keep in mind, keep in mind that that ne- literally never happens. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I guarantee I can't listen. And I'm not here trying to, you know, paint any sort of picture about anything. All I'm saying is as a, as a born and raised Bronx guy, <laughs> I, I, I promise you the proud boys are not coming to the Bronx. They're not coming to the Bronx. They're not going to Chicago. They ain't going to Atlanta. I, I promise you, you're, I promise you, you're not coming to the Bronx. And that's what, and that's what kills me. Cause they, there was this, there was this white boy, you know, one of my pet peeves are the people who used to be muscular, like maybe played football in high school, and then they're now just fat, right? But they think they think they're big because so they think they're still muscular. And he's so it's one of those. He's on there talking shit. Like let me tell you something. We're coming. We're getting ready. I'm like, coming all, you, can't, you can't catch nobody. Three swings, you out of breath, fool. Like three swings, you out of breath. I mean, like. Talk that shit. It's easy to talk that shit. It looked. It really did look like his little double wide trailer talking shit about what he's gonna do with his former, you know, football body that now just like fat. He's a fat little chubby boy talking this mess. I'm like, y'all, y'all talk that shit live to some real to some to to, to us. Go on, do it. But they're gonna be in Portland. That's where they're gonna be. They're gonna be in Portland. It'll, it'll never happen. Town in Wisconsin talking shit. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's some people in South Central that I'd like to talk to you. <laughs> oh yeah, we could. We should invite them. But anyway, you know, I will say this: I didn't wish for Donald Trump to get sick. Well, maybe I did a little bit. I can't lie. But now that he is, 
I'm a little lighter today. And let me tell you why. Not because so much that he's sick, but what I was feeling. I told people, I said, it feels like Easter. <laughs> he has risen. Because it was starting to feel like when you looked at the Breonna Taylor and I mean, just all the stuff that has been happening and all that Trump was able to get away with, it felt like good was not winning at all. It felt like we couldn't catch a break. Like even the things that should have been just so simply seen as wrong and so simply seen as right, right? I understand that a lot isn't, that we were just like, it almost felt like we were alone in this. I was like, it just felt like, you know, the universe, everybody had to be like, we, I'm just done. I'm just leaving y'all. I felt, I honestly felt forsaken, which is why you want to give up sometimes. Cause I'm like, why am I even training people? Why am I doing, doing these talks? Why am I writing? Because it just seems like evil has won and, and black people can't get a fighting chance on anything. Even with the coronavirus, we were dying. With the amount of jobs, we're the ones, the main ones losing. It just, you know, Breonna Taylor, the murders, everything, it just didn't seem like we can win. And, you know, I'm having friends who are, you know, we're getting the coronavirus just from like going to the grocery store. And I'm like, I see this jackass walking around without a mask and, and rallies. And I'm like, is it, what is happening here? And so it does at least feel as if, okay, the science is right. The things are making sense. You know, it, we haven't been completely forsaken. So uh, I'm not saying I'm happy he got the virus. Actually, but I might be just a little bit relieved that science is real and we haven't been fully for forsaken. Because I'm telling you, honey, I, I was out. I, mm, I didn't know what was going on with this earth. I might still be a little bit more pessimistic. But you I'm know, still pessimistic. Mostly something. because mostly because like I I see the flip coming. They're gonna flip this into into something. Really, really all it's gonna do is because at the at, at this point, we're just beginning of October. We pretty much have a month left um until the election. So if he has to quarantine for the next two weeks, so then maybe realistically we might get one more debate or something along those lines. But it's like I just I don't have faith in the American people. I don't. Like I, I really, I really just don't have. Like, I heard that I heard of that college professor who's accurately um, picked every president since '84, and I'm thinking to myself, this would be the year to be wrong, because like this. What did he say? Uh, he picked Biden, but okay. I, but but the only reason why I feel. Okay is not the right word, but he did pick Trump four years ago. So he did say that Trump was going to win, but of course nobody was listening to him because it was just like, how is that possible? But you know, he he knew what he knew. But this would be the year to be wrong, just because I don't have a lot of faith in. All right, I don't have a lot of the faith. Last, the last thing, the last thing, the last thing that I that I'll say is because really, if if you if, if you look at it, Trump won because of the swing voters. So I don't believe in swing voters, but go ahead. No, I, I do. I, the reason why I do is because like, say for example, there's places like Ohio, places like Pennsylvania that depending on whatever year it is, they'll be red or blue or whatever. Right. But my thing is this, for all the people who aren't staunch Trump supporters, which not a thing on this planet can change their mind. It is what it is. But for the people who are on the fence, if you watched this last four years and said to yourself, yeah, I like that. Hmm. I have nothing for you. 
like, like, I, yeah. like I have I have absolutely nothing for you because it's like I don't I don't I don't know what other audition you need for insanity. Like I don't I don't know what other evidence you need than this. Like I don't I don't I don't because in, in a lot of cases it seems like they voted for him based on specific issues that they believe that strongly in, such as the economy, such as jobs, et cetera, et cetera. And once again, it goes back to something that I asked earlier in the video. How has any of this improved for you in the last four years? So you took a chance, didn't really pan out, did it? So I don't, if you guys can, are still on board, I have I have nothing for you. I don't I don't again LC. I'm telling you, you do have too much faith in people because you're talking about people like they're intelligent. Like they're even looking at any of that. Like I don't think they I, I think the majority of people are not looking at any of that. I think they're it literally is basic, like he speaks his mind and he is for us. Uh, you know, America's gonna be great again. I think it's that deep, like that's this depth, the, their depth right there. And he's our guy. And that's Not it. Toddlers also speak their mind. That don't mean that everything they say is to be said. <laughs> but yeah, we, we know all that, but these, these people don't. These people don't. So so what is your what you, your your prediction? You still feel like Trump may win? I, I'll put it like this. I believe Biden is going to win, but I would not be shocked in the slightest if he did. I agree with you. I believe Biden is going to win, but I don't trust the system because I, I don't, I don't trust last election. Let me not um, say so I'm traumatized. So I would not fall out. And because I don't trust these people. I mean, you know, now that we have other people involved in our elections and, you know, we've seen, did you see that thing with Texas, how they have one voting box drop off box now per state so can you imagine houston mm -hmm. houston has one box houston. for drop off houston people if you've never been to houston before houston if, if people can't see that as a as criminal then you just don't want to see it if people don't see that as trying to voter voter suppression then you just don't want to see it um and you know because they said texas is is on the verge and make it go either way and so um because I don't trust and there's nothing that I would put past them. That's why I know that, you know, I'm not gonna get comfortable. People still go vote, do what you got to do. The last, the last thing I'll say about all that is I, for the life of me, and, and in regards to why I don't have a ton of faith is for the love of, for the life of me, I don't understand why people still believe in polls. That's another thing. That's true. I don't, I don't understand why you guys believe in polls. Like, cause it seemed like for, for maybe the first year after 2016, people eased up off of the polls because they realized just how fucking wrong they were yep. in regards to the election. But then as time went on, I saw them introducing more polls again. It was like, and now it's back to the same level of discussion. And I'm just like, you do realize that they were very wrong four years right. ago. Right? So I don't understand why you guys are looking to these polls as any sort of authority on what's actually going to happen because right, it, the polls said that Hillary was going to win. It, it, right. Yeah. So they so still vote for people. Don't get out there and say I ain't voting because we good. We ain't good. <sighs> we ain't good. It's been more than a week. Like it's it's amazing to think that you texted me on Wednesday, like, oh my God, we gotta talk about this debate. And like the debate is like the smallest thing. 
It's the smallest thing that we talk about. Because that, like, I, that's I, America. Just, like, give us a day. We will, you know, that, that, that joke when people say, hold my beer, like things can't get worse. And it's like, hold my beer. And it does. Like, I was just, I was, I was, I was, I was actually flabbergasted. And, and I'll tell you, to, to, to be transparent, the night that it happened, I didn't watch it because. No. No, I wanted to keep my sanity. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. no, I, I watched like a, it's interesting because my kids wanted to see it. And I let them because I really am trying to protect my sanity. The little tiny little piece right. I have left. Like I only have a little bit left, so I got to be protective. So I went back. I went back and then because I saw how on fire everybody was about it. I was like, all right, let me go see what they talking about. But yeah, the night that it happened, I was just like, because it's like I, I, I've reached a point where I don't want to watch the news. No, nope. I don't. I don't want to I don't want to see these like I don't want to check social media I don't want to do any of that because like I feel like it, it just intrudes on my peace of mind right nope and I'm with you I, I, I don't want any part of it <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to protect my spirit um while also keeping someone abreast so I still haven't watched the whole thing I mean I kept going in and out you know when my boys were watching it but um there's something actually I don't even like to see Trump because I feel like it 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 messes with me. I, t- I swear I'm, t- I'm empathic. I think I take on people's energy. He just messes with my soul, even looking at him. So I just stay away. Yeah. So before we sign off, the last thing I just want to say is uh, I'll punch a proud boy in the face. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. I, listen, I will, too. So so take take that. I from from Bronx, I, I am from Southern Virginia. <laughs> you, 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 can, you can stand by and catch a right to the face. Don't don't. Yeah. Yeah, don't, they, listen, but they know that. That's why they ain't coming. They ain't coming. They ain't messing with certain people. <laughs> All right, you can enjoy the rest of your day. JBU. Good talking Take with care. you always. Bye. Bye. Well, that's a wrap, fam, with this episode of Conversations with Randy B. We will chat with you next time. In the meantime, you can find me at randyb.net. Randy underscore underscore B on Instagram or Randy B on Facebook. Catch up with you later. Take care until then.